0: You're listening to the Art with Soul podcast, fortnightly conversations on the artist's journey to inspire your creative soul. And I'm your host, Shinjini. Welcome back. I've been thinking about the art process or rather about the trajectory that we as artists often take with our work. Many of us tend to experiment quite a bit with the mediums that we use and the subjects that we paint. In my own journey, I've gone from collage to painting mainly with acrylics to mixing up a variety of mediums. The subjects that I explore also keep evolving and changing. These days, I've been taking a deep dive into abstracts, which has been really interesting and also quite a big step out of my comfort zone. All of this exploration is an important part on the artist's journey because it is what helps us to improve as artists. But it also, sometimes, tends to get us a bit stuck. We can look at the explosion of art supplies and paints that we have, and just not know where to start, you know. The choices in terms of tools and materials even the brands uh, of art supplies that are available on the market. And then decisions that we need to make, um, you know, like what do we want to paint next? All of that can be quite overwhelming sometimes. A large part of the problem stems, I think, from decision fatigue. I thought that I would explore this from the perspective of our art practice, from the sometimes performative aspect of the things that we choose to spend our time and attention on, and also from the perspective of buying and often hoarding art supplies, of which I am guilty. Of course, decision fatigue isn't something that we experience just in our art practice. We suffer from it in almost every sphere of life. And often that is why if we come to our art, like I I know that a lot of us do come to our art practice at the end of the day. By that time, we've already been faced with so many choices that we've had to make that it becomes really difficult to start making choices on the painting table again. There are just so many choices that we need to make every day, right? From a visit to the grocery store, to the demands on our time and attention, And then when we come on the art table and we just want to play and unwind at the end of the day, we again need to decide uh, what kind of color palette are we going to choose. Will we work on a journal or canvas? If you are anything like me and you have multiple journals, you'll need to decide which journal you want to work in. What size would you like to work in? What materials do you want to use? What is the subject matter that you want to paint? Do you want to do a portrait or abstract or collage? The choices and decisions sometimes really do get the better of us. Often in such cases, we tend to look for inspiration towards our favorite artists on Instagram or we look through some of the wonderful art that's there on Pinterest and again there's a whole variety of art and all of that beautiful art that everybody creates and again that sometimes can just get a little bit overwhelming because we can't choose which artist is inspiring us today, or of all of the beautiful art that we've seen, what is really calling to us and why, and how we can explore that in our own style. It's really not surprising then that we sometimes feel stuck or overwhelmed as soon as we enter the studio. But it can also be relatively easy to overcome this particular challenge. And the answer lies in intentionally limiting our choices from time to time. So the next time that you find that you know you're really tired at the end of the day or you're finding it really difficult to start a painting, try to create some limitations for yourself. There are many ways in which you can do this. So you could choose to work with a limited palette or you could use a limited set or number of supplies. You could also decide on a particular technique that you will explore today or set some limits on let's say the kind of or the number of marks that you are allowed to make on your pieces. Another interesting thing that you can try is to give yourself a painting formula to stick to during a painting session. Now contrary to what the name implies, a painting formula really isn't about formulaic paintings. You're not going to follow, uh, you know, steps in a particular order to end up with a particular outcome. That's really not what this is about. Uh, Rather, it's a formula of what you will do and what tools you will use uh, that you can make up before you start your painting session. No matter what kind of art you create, whether it is representational, abstract, or if you're more of a collage artist, you'll end up with something different almost every time, even if you use that same formula multiple times. So, let me give you a formula to kind of get you started. Of course, you can change or adapt this or... Use this as a jumping-off point to make up your own formula. So, here it is. Make three marks with a paintbrush. Add one shape. Use a charcoal pencil. Use one stencil in three places. Cover something up. Make some marks with your fingers then stand back and see what you've got if needed do any two things to finish the painting so that's your formula and you don't have to follow it in any kind of sequence so you don't have to first make three marks with a paintbrush then add the shape and then use a charcoal pencil you can do this in any order that you want you also don't have to make three marks with a paintbrush at the same time so you can make one mark then you can decide to bring in a stencil then you can maybe put in a shape then you can come in with your second mark with the paintbrush so you can play around with this formula it's very flexible but it's also very limited and when you have that limitation choosing what to do next becomes relatively easy it can also help you to slow down, especially if you're a really fast painter. It can help you to slow down and really think through your steps, which might be an interesting change if you're somebody like me who paints fast and loose and intuitively. And you can also do this fast and loose and intuitively. You just know that, okay, these are the choices that you have. and you'll just do one of these with your painting. So it's, it's quite an interesting way to create some pages while taking the pressure off yourself. Decision fatigue also strikes when we go art supply shopping, doesn't it? There's such a huge variety of supplies that are available in the market and it's absolutely awesome that we have access to so many tools and that there's just so much of innovation in the materials that are available to us. But it can also be really overwhelming. Right from deciding on what brands to work with to choosing between all of the different mark making tools, for example. There are just so many kinds of pastels, for example. There are hard and soft pastels, there's oil pastels, pan pastels, oil sticks, art graph, which is in some ways similar to water soluble graphite pencils. But then maybe the Stabilo all is plenty for all your needs. And those are just some of the decisions that you need to make in one section of the art store. And did you notice how we started with pastels and then we got into graphite pencils and then we got to the Stabilo all. Because it's not just about choosing which pastel to pick up, it's also about choosing the right material for the kind of Art that you want to make and what you want that material to do. It can be really tempting to buy everything but it's also impossible and impractical, right? So how do you choose? I'll give you my example. When I was really new on my art journey, I was tempted to buy almost every kind of art material out there. If I saw a particular teacher using a particular brand or a particular tool or a particular supply, I wanted to go out and get that without quite knowing whether I would actually like it or whether there were whether different things did the essentially the same thing. So because of that uh, temptation. I still have a drawer full of unused tools I think I just used them once or twice and decided that I didn't like them that much. As I've deepened my art practice, I have come to realize what I really enjoy. I love mixed media, which can be the perfect excuse to go and buy the entire art store. But. I also realize that within mixed media there are certain mediums that I really like. So I love charcoal, I am constantly reaching for my intense pencils, I sometimes use colour pencils, I enjoy soft pastels and I occasionally use oil pastels. So with these products I will often pick the better brands when it comes time to restock my supplies. For other products that I really am drawn to experiment with, I tend to try out either the student grade supplies or I pick up from open stock so that I can try an art supply without a huge upfront investment or a whole box of materials that just lies in my studio gathering dust. Another tip that I can give you is to simply make some decisions about what you will not buy. So for someone who hardly ever uses watercolors, I have an embarrassingly huge collection of them. What can I say? I just love buying watercolors. But I've now decided that I will not buy them. That's a decision that I've made and I don't need to change it anymore. So even if I see an amazing never seen before deal on Daniel Smith watercolors, I'm not going to buy it. Well, unless my husband sees my puppy eyes and buys them for me. But I just will not buy any more watercolors. So those are some of the decisions that you can make as well. What are either the materials that you have already and you rarely use, just don't buy those anymore. So this was the number of choices, but along with the number of choices that have increased, there's another thing that has also really increased and that is the number and also the strength of outside influences on our decision-making process. Our increasing connectedness has also given rise to a certain social pressure, hasn't it? It's almost like it's the dumb thing to follow a certain trend. One that I have been noticing and questioning since a really long time is the rise in hustle culture where you tend to, where the things that you tend to focus on have a certain performative aspect to them. You'll see people oming it out on the cushion because it helps them to focus. We hit the gym because it makes us more productive. We make more art because we need to produce. There's nothing wrong with any of these meditation, exercise, art. They're all important. But why are we doing them? What happened to meditating just to relax at the end of a long day? to going for a walk to feel our legs pumping blood into our heart. To create art for the joy of it. That's just something to notice. Why are you doing what you are doing? Is it performative? Are you trying to prove a point to someone? When you can untangle that, you will suddenly open up your creativity and also your capacity for rest and leisure. Both of which are super important, don't you think? In fact, if you find it difficult to rest, you may want to listen to one of the previous episodes. I think it was episode 17, which was a creative pep talk on rest. I'll leave the link to that episode along with a few other resources in the show notes on my website, which you can find on moderngypsy.in/podcasts. But noticing why you're doing what you're doing and if it's really performative, it takes a certain number of very unconscious decisions to keep us performing, when we don't want to perform. And that is something that you will notice that once you sit down and question why you're doing something, question your motive and question if you're doing it for the right reasons and if you really even want to do it anymore. All of those decisions that have been kind of working from your unconscious they will suddenly open up you know that entire space will open up once you realize that you've been doing it for the wrong reasons when you release that pressure to perform your energy and your creativity just opens up or at least that's what i've noticed thank you for tuning into the art with soul podcast if you enjoyed the episode do share it with your creative friends or maybe share it via Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag me there at moderngypsy.in and you can also DM me on Instagram if you have any questions on art or on the creative journey that you would like me to address on a future episode. Until next time, take care and keep creating.